Welcome to Season 3 of the Baby Names Podcast, naming the world one baby at a time. Here are your hosts, the Moss Sisters. I'm Jennifer Moss. And I'm Mallory Moss. And we're the founders of BabyNames.com. And we're sisters, too. We are. We both have middle names. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll talk about them. But our first segment is interesting names we found since the last episode. And, well, I go to or used to go to a massage therapist named Bliss. I think she was originally named Michelle, but she goes by Bliss. I love that name. And she's a bit woo-woo and new agey like me. And Bliss has a son who's named Akira, A-K-I-R-A, and a daughter named Shine, S-H-I-N-E, like the word. And I thought that was really interesting. I'd never heard Shine used as a name before. It's both a noun and a verb. Uh, Like, go out and shine. Now, Akira is a Japanese name that means bright and clear, so that has a very similar meaning. And just for the heck of it, I looked up shine in Japanese, thinking maybe she used two Japanese names. But I don't think she used shine, which is the Japanese word. It's actually an insult. It means die or go to hell. No, it's most likely shine, the English Probably. definition. <laughs> Although there are a few people I'd like to say that to. Shanae. <laughs> <laughs> Names that were on my mind included Quentin, like Tarantino, and Harry, like the prince, or whatever he is now. He's still a prince. We need to do royal names episode. Not just for England, but all royal names. That would be a good episode. Yeah, it would. For girls, I ran into a Bina, B-E-E-N-A, and... A river. Hmm, Bina. Bina. <laughs> I know. Kind of like Sabina, but just Bina. Oh, okay. All right. I would also like to honor Caius Kelly, who passed away from COVID-19, a nurse, Aww. a true American hero who was exposed while working in a New York hospital. Thank you deeply to all the healthcare professionals who are on the front lines. Definitely. Definitely. They are heroes. And now... A topic that was requested by a couple of our listeners, all about middle names. As I said before, I don't like it when parents give their babies more than one middle name. It's too long. How are they supposed to fill in forms? Which is which and why? And as I said before, I think parents do it to appease family or they can't decide on a name. To appease family because somebody wants them to use a family name that they really don't want to use. So they stick it there in the middle. I'm still kind of offended, though, that Princess Charlotte is Charlotte Elizabeth Diana and Diana gets third place. Well, Elizabeth is the Queen of England. Still. Well, I guess it's better than Camilla. Mm. Anyway, my middle name pet peeve is when someone doesn't have one. Like my ex-husband. That was one of the many things that bothered me about him. (laughs) He also told me that his legal name was Andy and that was on his driver's license. So we put Andy on the marriage certificate. And then I saw his birth certificate later where his real name was Andres. So I don't even know if I married him at all. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Well, what? under the bridge now yeah as our listeners know if you listen to episode 31 history of english names our middle names date back to the roman era and beyond 
Romans had a praenomen, which was a personal name, then a nomen, which was a family name, and then a cognomen that indicated what branch of the family you came from. And the more names you had, the more authority and clout. In the 18th century, aristocrats gave their aristocrats gave their aristocrats. Everybody wants to be a cat. Boom, 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 boom. In the 18th century, <laughs> aristocrats gave their children long names to show their status in society. But that only applied to the men. <laughs> Women only had two names and slaves typically had one. Yeah, and go back and listen to our Spanish names episode number 39 to find out their naming conventions and multiple, multiple names. Theirs were a derivation of the family names of both the mother and father. But in Western European culture, middle names came out of the naming convention of giving their children a first name, then a baptismal or saint's name, then a surname, which was most commonly the father's. Studies of public records of the colonial United States show that middle names in the 17th century were very rare. Prior to 1660, out of over 33,000, only five people had genuine middle names. But that changed among the wealthy in the late 1700s. In hoity-toity families in England and the early states, there was a rich tradition, no pun intended, of giving the mother's maiden name as the middle name. This was to show off both the mother's aristocratic line along with the father's. After the American Revolution, about 25% of babies born in the early 1800s were named for revolutionary heroes, and another 25% for other people not related to the family. The most popular namesake of children born in the early 1800s was George, after Washington. He basically put the name George on the charts, if there were charts back then, probably not. One study found that almost 40% of families in the Chesapeake region named a son after Washington. First or middle name. As we know, George has come back onto the charts lately due to Prince William's son. John Quincy Adams was the first U.S. president to bear a middle name. Quincy was the name of his maternal great-grandfather, and Ulysses Simpson Grant, the 18th president of the U.S., was born Hiram Ulysses Grant, so Ulysses was his middle name. Cool. Back then and still today, family names are the most important influence in middle naming. Secondly, naming after prominent cultural or community icons like war heroes or clergy. In the 20th century, when a woman married, it was common to move her maiden name to the middle name and then use her husband's surname, like me, Mallory Moss Katz. True. Up and until the women's movement of the late 1960s and early 70s. Now that changed things a bit as women started working outside the home, had careers, and wanted to keep their own identities. So during that time, women and their spouses started the practice of hyphenating their surnames. Hyphenating was a way to eliminating the hierarchy between the husband and wife's surnames so they could give both to their children. And during that time, a woman would just keep her original name and hyphenate the surname or just keep her full three original birth names like me, Jennifer Ann Moss. Now, in Western culture, it is most common to have a first name, middle name, or several, and surname. In the last couple of years here in the U.S., it has become a trend to have more than one middle name. Blech. And the middle name is still often used to honor someone, whether the honoree is family or not. 
parents might also use a name that they don't particularly like as a first name in the middle to appease family or their mate. And in the South in the U.S., it's more common to go by a middle name. Reese Witherspoon, for example, was named Laura Jean Reese Witherspoon, and Reese is her mother's maiden name. It's more of a tradition in the South to name children after their parents, so calling the kids by their middle names would avoid confusion in the household and in the community. According to a study by Ancestry.com, 55% of parents said that the middle names they chose for babies honored a family member, with 15% of those saying that the chosen name was passed down for generations. Now, the only current statistics on middle names that I could find were about five years old because the website no longer exists. But as of 2015, here are the top most popular middle names. Hey, maybe we should do a survey of our own. Actually, we might just do that. I'd be interested to see if it changed in the last five years. Anyway, let's start with the girls. Marie, Grace, Rose, Anne, woohoo, Elizabeth. Faith, May, M-A-E, Lynn, with two N's, Renee, and Jane. For boys, we have number one, James, then Lee, Michael, Joseph, Alexander, David, William, Andrew, Matthew, and Robert. Those are very traditional boys' names. In fact, they're traditional on both sides, really, except for maybe Renee. Yeah, and I'm noticing a lot of them are British royalty. We've got William, oh. Andrew, well, two. <laughs> biblical names, too. So the biblical names that used to be really popular for boys as first names are now moving to the middle. Yeah, that's what I put, too, when I was examining the trends. These are all names that would have become much more popular probably 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, they're probably honoring a family member then. Exactly. Trends I see for girls is that they're almost all one syllable. Yeah. Come to think of it, mom gave us all one syllable middle names too. Yeah, mom said that if she had known she was going to have four girls, our middle names would have been Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy after Little Women. We got two of them. Kate was Catherine Joe, and you're Mallory Beth. Uh, but then my middle name would have been Beth and you would have been Mallory Amy. That's <laughs> that awful. sound right. Totally awful. Did you ever wish that they had used the formal name Elizabeth as your middle name? No, I always liked Beth. Okay. Simple. One syllable. Yep. So as baby namers, we do have some advice in choosing middle names. I know that we say the middle name is rarely used in everyday life for a kid, so you don't have to worry about it too much. And I, I still stand by that. But there are times when it will be revealed, and you don't want your kid to be super embarrassed by it. When and if it does come out. Like during a teacher's roll call or when they're graduating. Just like the first name, think about how your child can live with it. Mel, do you remember that episode of the Dick Van Dyke show where Richie finds out his middle name is Rosebud? Yeah. And then Rob and Laura have to tell him the story. Sure do. That's a good one. I won't spoil it. Uh, great series, by the way, to watch during quarantine. It still holds up. 
Parents who adopt a child who already has a given name might put the original name as a middle name, especially if the child is adopted abroad and the parents want a more assimilated, quote, American name. Not saying we endorse this, but it has been done. That reminds me, I've been teaching Chinese children, and almost all of them have English names, but sometimes they are super silly, like random English words that are not names at all. I have to admit, one of them is Wi-Fi. (laughs) Oh, little (laughs) Wi-Fi. I guess what's happening is that in this case, they are considering the sound of the word versus the meaning of the name. And as an aside, you really should not change your child's name if they're older than toddler age, unless it would be a real life burden on them. Don't you think, Mal, we've discussed this? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm i not a big fan of it. I think it is okay to have two names for certain situations, like an Americanized name and a culturally traditional name. But to just change a name because of buyer's remorse, I think that's inconsiderate at best. And while you're thinking of middle names, don't forget to watch the initials. Hazel Olivia Gunderson sounds like a beautiful name, but you don't want her initials to be hog. She could never get anything monogrammed. That's for sure. Now, many people go by their middle names in everyday life, and there are tons of reasons to do so. Maybe you just don't like your given name and felt it never suited you. Or as we said, maybe you're named after a family member and don't want to be confused or identified with them. You might use your middle name if you're named after someone in public life and don't want to identify with them or have people laugh at you. Or if your parents gave you a stupid or joke name. (laughs) True. If my name was Mickey Alexander Mouse, or Moss for that matter. Yeah, exactly. Mickey Moss. I'd definitely go by Alexander. And sometimes transgender people might go by their middle name because many surnames are put in the middle and they tend to be more gender neutral. True. And now we're going to give you a shocking list of celebs who actually go by their middle names, just like Reese Witherspoon. Super shocking exclusive list of crazy celebrity real names. How's that for clickbait? Yeah. Okay. Starting with the first from NSYNC, James Lance Bass. Henry Warren Beatty. Troyal Garth Brooks. Vera Minda Chakalingam, or Mindy Kaling. Yeah, Mindy Kaling. Thomas Sean Connery. Hannah Dakota Fanning and Mary L. Fanning. I didn't know they used their middle names. That's interesting. Robin Rihanna Fenty. She doesn't use any name but her middle name. (laughs) Yeah. John William Farrell. Elizabeth Stamatina Faye. Aubrey Drake Graham. Well, that's kind of well known because he went by Aubrey Graham for Degrassi. Yeah. Karen Lucille Hale. Sam Brody Jenner. Paul Kevin Jonas II, which is not correct because, as we said in our last episode, he's not a second. Until there's a third, he'd be a junior. Yep. Writer Joseph Rudyard Kipling. Cool story. His parents, John and Alice, first met in 1863 and courted at Rudyard Lake in Rudyard, Staffordshire, England. That's how he got his name. It means Red Yard in Old English. Rudyard. That would be a name that could come back. Yeah. Christopher Ashton Kutcher. 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 I don't know. David Jude Law. 
James Paul McCartney. I had no idea that was his middle name. Samuel Timothy McGraw. Patricia Rooney Mara. She does not look like a Patricia at all. Rooney is much better. And it's her mother's maiden name. Rachel Meghan Markle, which is funny because Rachel is her character's name in Suits. Yeah. Joseph Jason Namakeaha Momoa. Lauren Kiyama Palmer, or Kiki. Elizabeth Taya Pantaleone becomes Taya Leone. Audrey Faith Perry, or Faith Hill. Olive Marie Osmond. That's a shocker. Olive Osmond. <laughs> William Bradley Pitt. Wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. Gitali Nora Jones Shankar. Her father was the famous musician Ravi Shankar. Famous writer or playwright Marvin Neil Simon. SNL's Daniel Jason Sudeikis. George Orson Welles. And diehard star Walter Willis, a.k.a. Walter Bruce Willis. There are so many actors and celebs who have dropped their last names and used their middle names as last names, and we're not going to go over all of those. Leah Michelle. Yeah. They'll do that for several reasons. In the early 20th century, Hollywood didn't want your name to be too ethnic, unfortunately. And modern day, an actor might do this because they feel it's more memorable or a better personal brand. And it's important to note here that the Actors Union, SAG, highly discourages two members to have the same exact professional name. I guess that's so the adoring public doesn't get confused and you don't ride on someone else's fame. So this is really interesting. Here is the official statement from their website. SAG-AFTRA makes every effort to avoid enrolling members with the same name or with very similar names. During the joining process, the actor-performer will be asked for three alternate name choices in case the first choice is not available. A final name availability check is done at the time the initiation amount is paid, and only then can an applicant be assured of having a particular professional name. While we strongly discourage members from selecting a professional name that is in conflict with a current member, SAG-AFTRA cannot preclude a member from using their legal name as their professional name. So if your real legal name is Reese Witherspoon, SAG cannot stop you from using that, but it'll be highly discouraged. Reese also might sue you. Not sure if there's a case, (laughs) but there might be. Yeah. And this is why Michael Keaton uses Michael Keaton professionally, although his legal name is still Michael Douglas. Wowee. Yeah. (laughs) Now, my final piece of advice is that if you're thinking of using a crazy name and you're getting really bad feedback on it, like, say, Teriyaki Jean Abramovitz, put that controversial name in the middle if you really need to use it. Your child can always choose to use it if they want to, since it's still part of their legal name. Teriyaki Abramovitz. I hope there are no Teriyaki Abramovitzes out there. And if there are, we apologize in advance. But by this time, you have probably changed your name to Terry Abrams. Terry's not bad. That's a good compromise. How about Terry for a first name and Yaki for the second? Well, that's kind of making your child's name a joke. And we advise against that. And before we finish the segment, I put a call out on our Facebook page for some middle name stories, and we've got some good ones to retell. 
Cody said, my husband's middle name is Edsel, after the car, the Edsel Ranger. When I had our son, I wanted to name him Boone Allen Edsel, but my husband was adamant that Edsel was his name, so we couldn't name the baby that. So we settled with naming our son after him, but changing Edsel to Ranger. She also has a funny story about her own middle name. She says, my mom thought she made up my middle name. She liked the shell sound, but Michelle and Rochelle were far too popular in 86. So she went through the alphabet, essentially, and came up with La Shell. Then the day we were leaving the hospital, she noticed the discharge nurse's name was Lachelle. Oh, that's crazy. Maddie Christina says, my middle name is Christina K-R-Y-S-T-Y-N-A. My two brothers' middle names are Christy and Christian. So basically, they all three have the same name. Yeah. Same middle name. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Taylor Faith says, My parents lost a son the year before I was born. He was born very premature and didn't survive. So when my mom was pregnant with me, of course, she was nervous. The entire time my mom was pregnant, my dad would repeat the same phrase to her, keep the faith. He knew that everything would be all right. When I was born healthy, my parents remembered that saying that my dad had repeated so often and gave me the middle name Faith. That's awesome. Shauna says, my son's middle name is Lennox. That was supposed to be his first name, but three days before he was born, one of my coworkers kept saying she was going to call my son Lenny. And for some reason, it really bothered my hormonal soul. Ha ha ha. So after about a day, he ended up with his name being Lincoln Lennox. Holly says, my daughter's middle name is Sansre, which is Navajo for Morning Star. That's pretty. Yeah. Emily says, my mom's middle name is Louise because she was conceived in Louisiana when my grandfather was stationed there in the army. Great stories. Do you have an interesting middle name story? Write us at podcast at babynames.com or join our Facebook group, The Baby Names Podcast. We want to hear from you. We do. And now it's time for Celebrity Baby News. David Tennant's wife, Georgia, confirmed that their new baby girl is named, Jen, you ready for this? Mm. Birdie. Yes. Although Birdie was born last October, they had not released her name to the public, but his older son, Tyler, let it slip on an interview show. The 48-year-old actor, known for Doctor Who, Broadchurch, and Jessica Jones, adopted George's son, Ty, in 2012 at the age of five. Okay. (laughs) The couple have three other children together, Olive, who's eight, Wilfred, six, and Doris, five. There's the name Olive again. Not a fan. I think they're cute names. Olive, Wilfred, and Doris sound like they should be playing canasta. (laughs) I still hate Birdie, though. All Saints singer Nicole Appleton kept her pregnancy a secret from the public and her friends for nine months. She just announced that she had a baby girl with boyfriend, Facebook exec Stephen Haynes. They have named their baby girl Skipper Hudson Haynes. Okay, maybe it's just my age, but Skipper will always remind me of Gilligan's Island. Or Skipper, the younger sister of Barbie. I guess. 
Nicole has an older son who's 19 with ex-husband Liam Gallagher from Oasis. Nicole was pregnant when she was engaged to Robbie Williams, but revealed in her autobiography that her record company pressured her to have an abortion. That's wow. terrible. Yeah. Well, Khloe Kardashian's BFF, Malika Hawk, has just welcomed a baby boy with rapper OT Genesis, real name Otis Flores. Mm-hmm. They have named him Ace Flores. Aw, I love Ace. Seventh Heaven star Beverly Mitchell announced that she is expecting a rainbow baby with husband Michael Cameron. They lost twins in November of 2018. The new baby will join older sister Kenzie and big bro Hutton. Well, they liked surnames, so maybe the new baby will also have a surname as a first name. Yeah, that's a good guess. Another baby is on the way for Joy Anna Duggar and her husband Austin Forsythe. Oh, who lost a daughter in 2019 at 20 weeks gestation. Okay, I'm sorry. The couple announced their current pregnancy to their family last Christmas and felt comfortable to announce it publicly now, finding out that they are having a girl. Joanna is due the second week of August. Former Nickelodeon star Amanda Bynes announced that she and her fiancé Paul Michael are expecting and posted an early ultrasound about six weeks along. But just hours after they posted the news, the couple both deleted their posts. Paul Michael said they hadn't broken up, but both their accounts were hacked. Okay. The former actress, who recently celebrated 14 months of sobriety, Hmm. revealed that she is seeking treatment for mental health issues. Issues. She struggles from drug and alcohol-related addiction. That's really sad. Yeah, there's a lot of dual diagnosis folks, meaning people with both addiction and mental health issues. Comedian Hassan Minaj, host of the Netflix series Patriot Act, has announced the arrival of his second child with his wife, Bina Patel. Bina, there you go. Oh, that's weird. (laughs) The couple have an older daughter, too, but choose to keep the names of their children private. Don't blame them. Megan McCain, co-host on The View and daughter of the late Senator John McCain, announced that she and her husband, Ben Dormanek, are expecting their first child together. Okay, well, country star Maren Morris has announced the arrival of her first child with husband Ryan Hurd. Maren gave birth on March 23rd to a baby boy whom they named Hayes Andrew Hurd. Hayes Hurd on March 23rd. I love it. Hayes Hurd on March 23rd. (laughs) It sounds like Dr. Seuss. Hayes Hurd. Comedian Kevin Hart took to Instagram to share the exciting news that his wife, Aniko Hart, nay Parrish, is expecting. This will be the couple's second child together. They had a boy in 2017, a son named Kenzo Cash. I remember reporting on that. Uh, Kevin also has two older children with ex-wife Tori, a girl named Heaven, and a boy Hendrix. Oh, my God. Can I just say I love Kevin Hart with Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show? The animals are my favorite. YouTube it. Anyway, Joshua Jackson, star of Little Fires Everywhere, The Affair, and Dawson's Creek, is expecting his first child any day now with his wife, actress and model Jody Turner-Smith. This will be their first child. I'm liking Little Fires Everywhere, and I read the book, so I was a little wary about them making it into a series, but they're keeping pretty true to the story. Anyway, today's show co-anchor 
Carson Daly has announced that he and his wife, Siri, have welcomed their fourth child, a daughter named Goldie Patricia. (laughs) You know, Goldie Hawn's real name is Goldie. It's Goldie Jean Hawn. She was named after her mother's aunt, apparently. Anyway, little Goldie Daly will join older brother Jackson James and sisters Etta Jones and London Rose. So London Etta Jackson and Goldie. Not really a naming pattern there. No, a little of everything. Yeah. Okay, and our last segment is Baby Names Q&A, where we take name and naming questions from you, our listeners. Go ahead and read one, Mal. Okay, well, hey, Mallory and Jennifer. One name I have found that is not listed on your website is Olivine. It is a surname from Britain or Ireland, and my research shows the meaning is of the olive tree. I think it's a cute name and would be a great replacement for the popular name Olivia. Nicknames could be Olivia or Ivy. What do you think? No holds barred. Thanks, Allie. Well, I don't mind the name Olivia, except I feel it's overused, but I think Olivine is too close to Olive, which I don't like. Plus, it kind of sounds like Olivine. I at first liked Olivine, but to me it sounds like a green color. It's a tad Olivine to me. O-L-I-V-I-N-E. But, I mean, the sound is really pretty, and I think it is a good alternative to Olivia or Olive, which I think is just a little harsh. Uh. So anyway, Allie, um, I like Olivine. Mallory doesn't like it. I guess it all depends on what your surname is because you didn't tell us and how it kind of flows with the surname. But if you love it, use it. Let's go to our second letter. Dear Mallory and Jennifer, ever since I watched the movie The Virgin Suicides, I've been in love with the name Lux, L-U-X, which is Kirsten Dunst's character. I come from a pretty traditional family, so naming a girl Lux would be a very big deal. I've done tons and tons of research to try and find a longer version of the name, but I'm having no luck coming up with anything. Wondering if you had any ideas. Thanks, Elizabeth. So lux is the Latin word for light or enlightenment. It's also an abbreviation for the country Luxembourg. I would advise against using the name lux, however, because it rhymes with socks (laughs) and another word. And she probably would be mercilessly teased by the kids at school. Now, I know parents don't think about that when they choose names, but I always think of it from the child's perspective. Other names you might want to consider are like Lucia or Lumina, Luce, Lumen, L-U-M-E-N, Alexia, Dextra, Paxton, or Pax. I do not like Dextra. It sounds too much like (laughs) Dexter the serial killer. Dextra. Well, what do you think about Lux? Dextra also sounds like a supervillain. Or a weight loss drug. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I am not a fan of Lux. I think it's an expectation name. How is it an expectation name? It just means luxury. Oh, I see. Like L-U-X-E. Would you like to be a poor Lux? No, I guess not. Okay. Poor Lux. What a poor old Lux. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Anyway, no. Sorry, Mallory does not approve. But she's asking for alternate names. Well. So what do you recommend? Not Dextra. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I think Pax is good. Paxton's all right, but not for a girl. Yeah, why not? Why can't you use Pax for a girl? I don't like it. I'm not a big fan of crossing genders with names, but that's funny because that's what happened to Mallory. There you go. That's the show, folks. Tune in for the next episode on Star Trek Names. We're going to try to keep our podcast going every two weeks, depending on what happens in the world, but we can't make any promises. But I know that people out there are looking for escapism and entertainment, so we'll do our best. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay home. Yes, please follow all the pandemic guidelines and help flatten the curve. We love our listeners. And we love our sister Susan Lee and our kiddos Veronica Lee. And Miranda Margaret. Love you too, Mel. Bye. Love you, Jen. Adios. <laughs>